let's move here now to college football. We we are getting underway this weekend, but with the start of a season, we'll get we'll uh, give our full predictions for the year. Then I pulled uh, two games for the upcoming weekend that that I'll look at. Um, but the, the the big news of the day, I know I can't remember if it was on EJ's podcast or on on this one, Kyle, that we had talked about the uh, the SEC Super Conference. Today, uh, the Big Ten, ACC, the Pac-12 announced this alliance that that is forthcoming, and um, in in basic response to what is happening with the SEC and college sports, and um, so it's it's a little bit different because it's not a they're not unifying the conferences really. It's 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 just more of a kind of agreement between these three these three to kind of booster the schedules and, and a, a working agreement, uh, if you will, kind of between between the three. Um, a football confederacy. <laughs> there you go. That is uh, that is certainly a way to look at it. Um, so we'll, let, let, let's talk some takeaways from that. And the funny thing is, is the first takeaway I had, um, and it should really be no shock to anybody based on what the <laughs> SEC did a couple of weeks ago, um, there's one – there's one of the big conferences that's missing from all of this stuff that has gone down in in the past month or so, and that's the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve had their two best basically plucked from from the stem, um, and now these other three conferences go. I don't want that. <laughs> so now the Big Twelve is out here just kind of floating on an island. Um, you know, so for me, I think this is smart for for the. For the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12, you, you you keep the structure of what you are, but you you know kind of bolster yourselves together. Um, but to, yeah, to me, it's it's the Big Twelve is now, you know, they're kind of on a lonely island here. And and do they reach out to the smaller conferences? Do they look at the, the you know? And I'm I'm. Looking more at like the AC, AAC, which has you know certainly made waves over the past few years. Do do or do we potentially look? Do they potentially look there uh, to help themselves out, or, or you know what exactly happens? That that was my first takeaway from this. Is like okay, this isn't surprising, but where's the Big Twelve? Um, Kyle, what, what what's what's your thought on on everything that went down today with this? Damn, bro. Like, I could have sold my house tomorrow and had less to unpack than that question. Um, listen, bro. Uh, so let's start with with the uh, with the Confederacy in question, right? The Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC. First of all, I've been clear as the student of the game the entire 18 years less that I have been the student of the game. The Pac-12 does not impress me and hasn't impressed me since Pete Carroll ran for his life from any NCAA, NCAA allegations to end up in Seattle and has been safe from them ever since. Um, um, yeah, I'm taking shots at Pete Carroll. What about it? He was capable of making the worst offensive play call in Super Bowl. Fire away. Yeah. Fire away. <laughs> the, uh, the two of us here, we're not going to stop you. The floor is yours, sir. And people want to gripe about Tom Coughlin at being bad at clock management. Check some of those playoff losses in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, so 
the Pac-12 has not been relevant in my mind with any legitimate football program for a long time. Washington fans, looking at you. If overrated was in the dictionary, it would be purple with a W. The only thing out of Washington I respect as a uh, that was a Husky was Mark Brunel, and he was screwed out of the opportunity to go to a Super Bowl because the Titans played them in a game for the third time, which they shouldn't have been at, think, because that pass was forward, not lateral. Buffalo should have won that game. I covered a lot of ground there. Moving you on. certainly did all over the place. That's why, that's why we keep bringing you back, Kyle. The ACC basically points. The American is more prowess, has more prowess in actual football on the field than the ACC. I'm going to stop calling them the AAC because people still think it's that conference that you guys came into with your Notre Dame fighting <laughs> Irish and murked, literally mercenaried during the regular season. I have to say the regular season because at some point Trevor Lawrence did recover. Anyways, so... And hey, who knows, man? I have I've, I've heard good things about the new quarterback, but there's no guarantee they'll dominate at that same level. Very true. Um, yeah, so I can see. And oh, by the way, what's in it for the Big Ten? Ah, now that's the question, ladies and gentlemen, right? The whole reason FSU allegedly moved to the ACC was to get a better basketball schedule while Bobby Bowden could play powder puffs in football. Except now, now Florida State's at the state, your pardon expression, that they're losing to those very same Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I said it. Yes, I'm sorry. Listen, ripping all that Bobby Brown historical coach, great. But that doesn't mean he's dumb, okay? Um, uh, so from the same point, you know, the Big Ten gets an opportunity for a lot of easy games. Ohio State gets another easy game that isn't Michigan. Anyways, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're a goddamn uh, genius <laughs> hey listen i only say that because i'm still bitter trent balky shooed him away from san francisco and now he's screwing up jacksonville hey i feel your pain down there guy um but at the end of the day you mentioned the the uh the big 12 teams that are flapping on the wind them coming together with the elites of the american I think is a win-win for both cases. The Big 12 does still command some level of Power 5 uh, prestige, if you will. And Cincinnati, UCF, Tulane, Memphis, Tulsa are all just an example of teams that are much... Oh, Houston um, are all examples of teams that are much better than you think they are. You just don't see them enough because they don't get the props, okay? And, And oh, by the way, UCF being what they were last year, having the biggest COVID impact as far as players removed, still had a winning season. And Cincinnati made the New Year's Six Bowl the one year that UCF was down. That's what we like to see. Boise State's great and everything, but the Mountain West is not appealing. Right. right? Am I supposed to be encouraged by Utah? You know. um, I mean, isn't isn't the Utah move from the Mountain West to the Pac-12 and they become immediately impactful in that conference? That's more, you know, that to me is, to, like you said, more an indictment on the Pac-12 than it is a praise of Utah, right? Oh, that no, that's a great point. I, I'm, I'm complete. Well, that and I'll see this. I don't feel like Utah's made that much damn impact. I mean, I they've up, like they've had a, and what I mean by impact is they've upset some of the best teams in the Pac-12, you know, over the last couple of years to spoil any even possible glimmer of hope that that conference had at a playoff. Exactly. The fact, the fact that the, the fact that the conference champions um, are what three and two or something like right. that. I mean, come on, guys. you know, 
Um, but listen, I personally, if it were me, um, I, I would I'm I'm praying somebody big leaves the Pac-12 so we can finally dissolve that sorry conference. And, and listen, g- people talk about geography. That's no longer a thing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, the internet is a thing. Streaming is a thing. People going to games is nice, but the cats on the campus are going to take care of all that. Some faces, some fan bases travel better than other others. Call me a homer if you want, because I cover the team. But the fact of the matter is, UCF travels ridiculously well. They showed up in Arafrican Zona in droves. They set records at the Peach Bowl when they toppered, toppled. Uh, Auburn, and now their current coach Gus Malzahn. I, I don't listen. I don't write. I'm like, that just happened. <laughs> okay, but um, you know, and you get that you're if you find those right schools that do that, that also happen to reside in cities bigger than say Gainesville or Tallahassee. You know, I'm not here to tell you Orlando's a big city, but <laughs> listen. <laughs> Compared to compared to Gainesville, right? It's yeah. it's not it's not a college town. It is a it yeah. is a metro area. Correct. So, and I think the, listen, recruits are doing more uh, towards that. They want better weather. They want more opportunity to do stuff. And with the NIL in place, being near Metropolis and higher opportunities for more cash and potential suitors for the NIL, it's going that way. And as the Big Twelve would have it, they're close to some of those cities especially in the state of Texas. Certainly. Certainly. Matt, your thoughts on uh, the Alliance and, and its impact on college football or college sports, I mean, it, but particularly it, football. Football in general. Uh, it, it certainly makes the most sense for all of those programs just to stay within what they know best. Um, you know, that the ones at the top want to keep the ones at the bottom in there so they have people to roll over every year, you know, Michigan. Um, and then there's <laughs> – you guys Is are going to get me in trouble show, in, in this house. You're going to get me in trouble in this house. Hey, if nothing else, I don't think they should fire Harbaugh. We'll leave it at that. There we no. go. Keep him forever. Um, so, so I think it, it makes a lot of sense in terms of, you know, not wanting to see their best programs jump ship to a, a more competitive program. Not that, you know, any of those programs are that competitive anymore it, it, it would make a lot of sense for the big 12 to start their recruiting now um you know if, if not with the aac right now we have two sunbelt teams that are in the top 25 so start looking big 12 get your replacements ready to go because you want to have some more competitive schools in your program otherwise you're going to see your top schools just kind of fall down the uh the rankings just for sheer lack of schedule um it's kind of the the patsy schedule that that they already kind of have are just going to get more and more and people won't take them seriously like at times notre dame isn't taken seriously and speaking of notre dame obviously two two two-thirds of us um on, on this panel this week are notre dame fans and whenever anything whenever there's any changes uh to the college football landscape you know that they're the the conversation that happened on dan patrick today always will fall its way back to south bend because notre dame is an independent um and with the exception of the weirdest year ever last year has always been that way so what if anything impact wise does does this have on notre dame um and and because with the super conference thing i i think we had kind of talked about that 
between the Super Conference and, uh, you know, the, the the talk of some changes to the college football playoff, um, you know, that there was a, a possibility of, you know, if college football wants to leverage itself to force Notre Dame, force Notre Dame's hand into a conference, you know, and any sorts of realignments and, and changes to the playoff is where that's going to happen. Um, personally, I, I don't know if, if, if this alliance ha- has any impact on Notre Dame, maybe only because Notre Dame has that um, ACC schedule. So maybe they work some – I mean, they play some Big Ten games. They play a couple of Pac-12 games. So they're, they're already in all three of those conference discussions. But, but again, you know, with, with this – I, I don't know if this has a huge impact on Notre Dame and, and, and their independence, and and it just depends if there's changes coming to the playoff or when there's changes coming to the playoff. But when you're talking expansion, eight teams, twelve teams, whatever it is, the the more teams that are there, I, I, I think is just more of an opportunity for Notre Dame to be in the conversation more. But uh, Matt, we'll start with you on this one. Like, what do you think this? this alliance has any impact on Notre Dame standing as an independent? Not, not in the near future. I think, you know, down the road, we might see that happen in terms of what schools are being scheduled to play each other. And that might cause some shuffling and, and Notre Dame kind of gets left behind in certain opponents that they had in mind. But like you said, the ACC thing's already there. Give us two big 10 teams. I'm personally fine with Notre Dame kicking the shit out of Michigan year after year. So please let that continue to happen. Um, I think the only time we see any type of mix up in terms of Notre Dame's hand getting forced is if there is something in terms of seeding with the college playoffs that says that you have to win your conference championship. And then that gives you a better seat at the table. I think that might give them pause, but I still don't think even that makes them jump the gun Kyle what about you you know and 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 I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on for this one I mean basically Matt has nailed it pretty well so I have to play the role of conspiracy theorist to 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 really come up with a fun answer here are you sure there's enough tinfoil in in grocery stores at this point um (laughs) well it's not toilet paper and I am pretty well stocked up so um but that being said um I'll leave to I'll leave I'll leave toilet paper caps for some of the other favorite fans that you have out there, you know, <laughs> um, the ones that fish for invites that you uh, fish for invites to your shows at the last minute. But I digress. Um, what I'm trying to get at is this, right? I'm sure there's some sort of contract contingent that would prevent this. So for all you, you know, nerds out there, there's no way it'll actually happen. That's why it's a conspiracy theory. SDF, you have fun with me, okay? <laughs> here's the here's the play here for AC uh, for Notre Dame. Because the problem I see with Notre Dame's, uh, how you say, loosey-goosey affiliation football-wise, is that the, 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 uh, the confederacy, as we've come to know it, uh, of college football that are these three conferences that are trying to combine, there's only so many weeks on the schedule, and there's more teams um, now involved in sure. those 12 weeks. So sparing some time for an independent, lucrative as it may or may not be, um, it becomes slightly more difficult. So with all that in mind, what about the possibility that the Notre Dame Fighting Irish do the ultimate New England Patriots, if they actually had control of it, and amass the AFC East by taking charge of the Big 12 and joining that amalgam of the American and the Big 12 conference, Hmm. whatever 
comes to be. Then they're a dominant power. They're the big fish. They're the Texas that used to be in the Big 12. Again, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that would be a darn interesting movement. And I think it would be something that might actually solidify a would-be amalgam conference that would be, air quotes, the former Big 12. So, again, complete conspiracy theory. Oh, sure. Interesting. It's it's funny you said that because when when Matt was was talking about you know the, the the Big Twelve having to make calls to the to the Sun Belt Conference or you know having to start to get their get their ducks in a row here, you know I I I I would be shocked if there at least wasn't some sort of communication that that tries to bend head from from the Big Twelve uh, to to a, a popular school in Northern Indiana. I mean, you you know. What what what's uh what what's the quote? You miss uh you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Boom. So you know <laughs> whether it's going to happen, and I don't think it ever would. You, I you mean, would... I think I think if Jack Swarbrick sees Big Twelve on his caller ID, <laughs> he just sends it right to voicemail yeah. at this point. <laughs> Big well, Twelve. Well, we've already conference. seen that they're they're afraid to schedule UCF, right, Jim? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Swarbrick's phone rings, he's like. Big 12 conference. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling a get. Hold on. Block. Blocked. Blocked. <laughs> um, yeah. Mojir? Who is that? That's the AD from UCF. Oh. <laughs> I thought I blocked all calls from Florida. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I don't think it would have. It's 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 an interesting thought. Like I said, if if the Big Twelve would probably be crazy to not at least explore the idea. Um, but but yeah, I I, I certainly um, certainly would be ridiculously shocked if Notre Dame would join a conference. If that would be the one at that point um, oh, for it to happen. Times. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, they'd be the only they'd be the only school in that conference. Well, at least as we know right now, to to play defense, so that would be something. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually very sad I didn't do it. But then maybe deep down, I was hoping you would. Mm. <laughs> so what you were saying? You were playing defensive. Oh.